0: here we go everybody welcome to another edition of the kings of anglia track the girls talk podcast the show where we talk about all things it's town Women. of course we are proudly sponsored by john fowler solicitors big up Mark kennedy as ever for his support and it's just gonna be me and blue wilson this week uh, my good old co-host and town woman skipper um, no guests just me and blue having a chin wag which um i enjoy most of the time blue it's it's always great just chat to you and just chat all things it's town how are you doing how's your week and uh I have to say, it was great to see you on the pitch at Watford. Just part of the team warming up. How was that?
1: Yeah, it's been good. It's been good. I've had a good week. Um, I was in training last night, full contact, and it's probably the first session where it's felt um, quite normal. The girls are getting more used to me being in the session because before they were trying to avoid tackling me, whereas now they're getting back into it. Knee feels good. Um, but it's just getting the confidence back. And then also the mental aspect of, like, I can see the past and I can see what I want to do in my head, but it's getting that information to my legs and my feet for, for me to do that. And I know exactly what I want to do, but it's just that sort of delay at the minute. Um, so that's been quite funny. Well, I say funny. It's been very frustrating um, for me, but it's going to take time. I've been out for, for what, a year and a half now. Um, so yes, trying to keep it slow and steady. Um, but good signs, I think. Other than that, week's been busy with work. Obviously, a game at the weekend. Um, but you've been busier, Ross, up to Burnley.
0: Yeah, that was, that was a long trip. Um, a defeat for the for the men's side, but um, a very proud performance. Um, you know, I was even clapping them off because I thought, well done. Two games against Championship leaders Burnley, and you know, having to take them to the ninety third minute for them to score a winner, no extra time. Um, and yeah, they're out of the FA Cup, but they, they proved they can play against some of the best teams, um, in the division above. So well done to the boys. Um, and it's just, yeah, I just both good footballing sides, you know, Vincent company is playing some really good football at Burnley. Um, and do you know what? Turf Moor Blue, even though it's a long way and Burnley is, you know, Burnley, um, it's actually a very nice ground Turf Moor. They've really updated it. I, I haven't been there since 2016. And they've, you know, got, of course, they've been in the Premier League since then. So I'm sure they've put a lot of money into the stadium. But I really enjoyed myself at this game, it just is it very state of the art in a way. Uh, it's still a very old, skate, old school stadium, but, you know, LED lights and just big screens everywhere. I was just like, you know, all of it. I was just like, this is great. Um, and it was just a good footballing game, you know. When they took the lead, I was a bit worried. I was like, oh, God, is it going to be five or six? But no, George Hurst made it 1 1. And then just good football all round. But, um, but enough of that, Blue. It's all about the History Town women's team on this podcast. Of course, the main podcast and all that sort of stuff will be there available for all the other listeners. But, um, but Blue, let's talk about the game. A 1-1 draw and it was a killer blow at the end. Uh, Watford, of course, scoring a late equaliser. Um, but let's talk about the the start to the game, Blue. A very bright start, some early chances. Um, what was your thoughts on the early exchanges in this game?
1: I thought we rattled them a little bit. Um, just the way we set up our press and also actually our use of Anna on the left wing. I think they really struggled to deal with that um, that width and that pace um, because of our formation and them playing three at the back. So we really sort of exploited that. And it's a shame that in the first half we only managed to get one goal from it. Um, but 50-50s wise, I thought we were on it. Um, especially in the first part of the first half. And yeah, you know what, Watford, at the start of the season, I, I thought they were really going to be a tough team, but um, we matched them on Sunday. Um, and as you said, as the game went on, we were hanging on to that 1-0. There was Simbins, everything going on, but it was a hell of a battle and we've we've conceded at a last minute equaliser. And it's just been, oh, it's just one of those. We were like, why? Why us? Um, but difficult because actually a 1-0 result would have been huge for us. Um, but I know we play them again soon. Uh, what were your thoughts?
0: My first thought is, when was there a Simbin? I was there, but when did that happen? I must have been just in my own world at that point. Did you miss was the it, Simbin? It, it was for Watford or us, because if it was for us, then i could miss
1: I was going to joke then and say it was for us, but no, it was yeah. for Watford. Um, Baptiste got Simbin. I have to say the ref... I wasn't mm. sure about the ref on Sunday. I think um she was persuaded very easily. Anyway, for some I don't know what was said, but she's clearly said something to the ref. The ref's gone yellow carded her and told her to um go off the pitch. So it's ten minutes off. Um and then she came back on for the last I think it was last like seven minutes or something like that. Um and then obviously they scored, so.
0: Yeah, Yeah. I probably was missing it because I probably did the graphic for Kieran. I thought, okay, job done here. Well done, girls. Happy days. One nil win. And then, um, yeah, of course, probably by that time when I've actually got back into the game in a bit bit action mode to get pitches, I then, of course, saw them score the equaliser. And uh, yeah, it was it was a killer blow. But, you know, the girls didn't stop, did they? They went and tried to to find a winner in the end. But unfortunately, that didn't happen. Um, But let's rewind back to... um, the start of the game, again, because, yeah, we had some really good early chances. Pesca, oh, a chance for her. Um, of course, she scored the other week, but this is an opportunity for her to score a really good goal. But unfortunately, you know, a save by the keeper. Um, and just, oh, it was just a shame, that moment there. I thought that was yeah. going be a perfect sort of moment in that first half to sort of say, here we go against a very good Watford side.
1: Yeah, I think so, because she's in the box. And the girl she was up against, was they had a really good 1v1 battle. They sort of matched yeah. each other. Um, but a really sort of physical 1v1. I think that they were both knackered by the end of the game. Um, but it's fallen on her left foot. She's sort of cut in, fallen on her left foot. But I think if that falls on her right foot, she scores. Yeah. Um, but yeah, great chance. And then we had a few good chances. And then towards it, yeah, like you said, Zoe Barrett. Right at the end of the game to win it. Oh, and from my angle from the bench, I thought it was in. I thought it was in that bottom left corner. Um, I don't I don't know how far away it finished in, in the end, but um another chance that goes in is two one and we're all happy clappy. Um so I, I guess one one one's not a bad result against Watford because they are they are a really good side. Got a great squad. Um but we were so close to that three points. Yeah. That's a it bit were.
0: that hurts. Yeah, it does. Um, and of course, yeah, Lucio O'Brien, of course, scoring our goal, you know, good finish. And um, I was saying off air, I feel like we need to score more goals of that nature more often. You know, just Lucio O'Brien riding the box and just a great finish. Some nice little celebrations as well. Um, we've got a shout out to, of course, the the supporters who travel down to Watford. And I'm sure there's a few fans who probably live locally as well. Um, and, you know, chance going on. Um, It was great to see. And just when Lucio Bryan scored, it was a great finish and just a nice little moment. Everyone just sort of celebrating together. And that was just a moment where we're like, we arrived here against Watford. Um, And yeah, great finish from Lucio.
1: Yeah, definitely. I think the move started with Megan Waring at the back um, into Kyra. And then it found its way out to Anna on the left. And she's taken a player on and then put a ball in. Um, for Tash, Tash's almost got there, but a the defender's got it away. And then O'Brien's just sat at the top of the box, um, and sort of slides on in with a left foot into the bottom right. Um, so I know, I know what you mean. Those because there's you see it so much in football that in the edge of the box, you no, know, you you rarely get picked up because it's difficult because it's against the flow. So runs like that, everyone's running towards the goal. If you just drop off and they cut back, if they can find you, you might have even time for two touches to finish. Um, but a decent goal, clinical, and yeah, we'll take some more of those. Um, but to mention on the fans, actually, the support at Watford was the best I'd seen, Ipswich fans, I think. Yeah. The best I'd seen, the loudest, and it did make a difference, really did. Um, I felt it watching it, and I asked some of the girls, and they were like, yeah, they were loud today. Um, chanting and there was some there was some funny chants actually, but um, I really enjoyed it. But big shout out to the to the travelling fans who came um, to Watford on Sunday.
0: Yeah, I think um, my takeaways from the chants, I think one was on you know Abby Lafayette. I think they were saying Abby Abby Abbey, Abbey, Abbey or, or, or something like that. But of yeah. course, of course, Laffy likes to be called Laffy, not Abby. Um, so I think they changed it to Laffy uh, in the second half. Um, and then of course we had, there was also a chant about Pesquet, simply the Pesk.
1: Yes, better than yeah. all the rest,
0: and that was that was the key one. I think that was perfect. So keep it up, uh, Town fans. Uh, that that was fantastic. Yeah, simply that was the very best, good. Just, just top there so far. Um, but let's talk then, Blue, about the goal we conceded. Um, you know, massive blow late on. Um, we needed to score a second, and that was maybe the only downfall in this game. We just didn't take those chances when we had them to sort of extend the lead. Just to you know, the cliche one nil is never a safe you know score line because you just Never know a team can come out of nowhere and score. And unfortunately, in added time. Watford got the goal. Um, A header. Yeah, what was the feeling like on on the bench and seeing that go in?
1: The thing was, a bit of sort of pre-context. So Kieran had texted me at half-time saying that Oxford were 2-0 down against Cheltenham. So I was like, Oxford are losing a game of football. What's going on? So anyway, I didn't tell anyone apart from Jack. I spoke to Jack and I was like, oh, should I, should I tell anyone? I didn't think I should. And he was like, yeah, I don't. So anyway, I'm sitting with that news like, okay, Oxford, this is our opportunity to gain some points here. So as momentum's building and we're getting closer and closer to the end of the game, still 1-0 up. Um, but because, because Watford had nothing to lose, they were chucking everything forward. Whereas we've got the three points to lose, so it's it's a hard momentum, and they're always going to have it in those final periods. Um, and we did our best to slow the game down and try and stay in control. But at the end of the day, it's coming from across, um, and I think it was I think it's Poppy Wilson with a header. I see it was, went in the back, and then our uh, head in hands for a good two minutes. I think just couldn't believe it. Couldn't believe that we that we were so close, um, and especially. 'Cause you could see how hard the girls worked um on the game on Sunday. I think that was the thing that they were all upset about is they worked so hard to and it was just a, that final, final bit and we couldn't get over the line. Um so yeah, well, it, it still hurts a bit now actually, which is yeah, a shame. But we we have to use it. Um we have to bounce back. Because We play them soon and we've got um we've got Bridgewater who will be a tough tough game even though they, they don't look great on the table it's always a tough game to, against Bridgewater on our difficult pitch so we, we have to use it as a bit of fire um we've got some big games still remaining so that's that's my view on it and I think a lot of teams share that
0: yeah definitely of course we have a uh, new leaders now in Portsmouth they've gone top of the table after the you know Oxford defeat as you mentioned um and yeah we've got Watford at home at the end of this month so a quick turnaround when we play them again um and yeah, my view on on us conceding that late goal, I was just I was just gutted for the girls and everybody. But then I also had that in mind, like we still got time now, maybe to find that winner. And as we mentioned earlier, Bass's chance to win it, and you know we still were going on to try to win that game. Sometimes, some teams, you know, you you're so deflated from that, it, it takes it all out of you, and you just have no chance to get back and score. But we had the opportunity, unfortunately, didn't score it. And it did end 1-1. But um, I think the girls did themselves proud against a very good, you know, Watford team who are, you know, have got some good players. They weren't as good as I th- thought they was. though, in terms of, um, you know, when I see the league table and the players they've got, I wasn't as impressed. Um, but there's still always going to be a challenge because they've got, you know, some big players in their squad. Um, but yeah, we've got a quick turnaround. You know, I think with, that's happened before. We've, we'll have we play the team so quickly again after playing them for the first time around. So yeah, end of this month, going to be a big game at AJ Arena. Looking forward to that one. Um, we've got to, of course, do a big shout out, Blue, uh, to Sarah Quantrill in the goal. 50 appearances, um, half a century now for Sarah. 30 clean sheets, which is not bad at all in 50 games. Um, yeah, Blue, great goalkeeper, great person and just, yeah, good keeper. We were talking
1: about it in training last night, actually, and she was like, oh, "Yeah, you know, thirty, thirty clean sheets and fifty appearances—not bad, is it?" I was like, "Well, Sarah, it could have been thirty-one, couldn't it?" Yeah. <laughs> anyway, anyway, um, yeah, it's like it's unbelievable stats. I think she, her response was, "I think it could be a few more. It should have been a few more." Yeah. Um, and that's what you need in a team. I think that you, you always want to get better. And she's got great experience at various levels. Um, and she's a really nice girl actually. Um so yeah, great to have in our team and as a bit of an experienced player at the back. Um almost too calm sometimes. We're all we're all scared and she's just like she just plucks it out of the air. Yeah. I'm like Sarah, can you just oh, can you just yeah. relieve our nerves a little bit? Yeah. Um but yeah, I really like Sarah. Um and she's been a really sort of good addition um and changed our defence a lot since she's joined.
0: I think, yes, yeah, she's probably one of Joe's best signings um, yeah. of him in charge. You know, I think we always need that experienced goalkeeper because um, we've had a lot of, you know, we've had, you know, Nikita Ronakos was here before as well. Um, and we've had a few other younger keepers, but Sarah has been top there and just, just bring that experience at the back. And as you said, she's just so calm. You know, even when we maybe go from behind, she's straight away there, just calming everyone down. Um, I hope I've got the stats right, 30 out of 50. I think I've got it right because I'm the man who was doing it on the website. So hopefully I've got it right. Um, I've gone back to all the games she's played and yeah, I think it is 30. So, um, But yeah, 30 out of 50, that is a great ratio of clean sheets. So um, well done, Sarah. 50 games, 50 more. Go on, why not? 50 more yeah, games, get to, the, get, to, get to the century. I think we've got a few players actually getting close to um, 50 appearances. I think uh, Bonnie. Bonnie will be hitting 50 soon. I think uh, Zoe Barrett, I think it's getting to 50. Um, and some other players, I think even Summer Hughes is getting to 50 soon because you know, a breakthrough season last year, and they, of course, he played a lot of games this season. So, um, a few more um, landmarks to play soon. Um, well, Blue, it's time for Roscoe's game. I've, I've got a game, um, it's not a, it's not a thought, very fought out game, I've uh done this on the fly, but I wanted to sort of test your knowledge. So this was a, this is this game has changed multiple times. When I was on my car journey home from Burnley, I was like, "Could I do this game? This game? I thought this could be the best game just to test Blue's knowledge on town women's squad numbers." Oh no, Ross! I know, I know. No, Kier, Kier, of course, Kieran, who's listening to this, hey Kieran, I know he'll he'll get this boom boom boom. So you can't play, um, but oh, anyone nice. at home, you can play because um, I always have to ask Kieran. We do the team and the squad. Um, Graphic of uh, to team lineup the lineup graphic really think I couldn't think of what that's <laughs> called the lineup graphic I always have to ask him uh, what's the, what is uh, Bob's number um, so I'm not going to be any good at this either blue so that's why I'm hosting it um, so let's start off with a, a somewhat easy one but you never know let's do mem- actually no I was going I was going to do you but no you know yours um, Bos Boswell Maria Boswell what do you reckon Two, no. Yes,
1: yeah, two. Yes, yeah, two. I'll, I'll, I'll oh, I can already feel the self-doubt.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's go with. I'm gonna get a bit trickier, and this links with um our next news story. Sarah, Sarah, Sarah. is that, her name? No. Sarah Brazera Carrera. I always I always mix her up with another player's squad number. She's ch-
1: has she changed hers? She's definitely been twenty-one before. I just don't know whether she's still twenty-one. I can't picture of any other number. Twenty-one.
0: Correct. It's twenty-one. It's twenty-one. Because we're not going to go through all the players, but I just thought we'd do a couple yeah, just to test you. Know. Um, let's do. Let's do Lucio Bryan, the goal scorer from the weekend. Fifteen. Correct. Fifteen straight away. Let's do. Let's do. No, nah, that'd be too easy. That'd be too easy. What is Liv Smith's number? Livia Smith. 12. Correct. Correct. And let's do. that be too easy. Actually, Zoe Barrett. 14. Correct. Nah, you, that's too easy now. Just, <laughs> just certain ones.
1: <laughs> I'm better than
0: uh, this, I thought. Uh, yeah, uh, let's do. Oh, Nia, Nia Evans. Oh, I think she had to change her number because I think something happened. I forgot what happened now. Oh,
1: yeah. I've got 16 in my head. I don't know why. 16. Who else is 16? No, we'll go 16.
0: 16 is correct. Oh, yeah I yes. Think, um... oh. Oh. I, think, I think it was Bonnie. I think it was Bonnie who had 16 last season. Yeah, correct. I remember. And of course, she's now moved to five. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. And then the final person, uh, final player, um, and we're going to, this links to the next news story, um, Friar Godfrey. Ooh.
1: 19.
0: Correct. Yes. There we go. Pretty good, I think. I See, think I'm was...
1: rubbish at quizzes, but squad numbers. Squad numbers. He's got numbers. I'm good with numbers. Robbie.
0: Yeah, pretty much. Um, if you got them all right at home, then well done. Um, and I'll be back with the Roscoe game again soon. I've got another idea for a game. I just I didn't prepare it properly, and I just didn't want to just bring up to the listeners and it was just a bit of a shambles blue because a lot of my games are normally shambles but I thought that one <laughs> went okay um we mentioned Freira and um, Sarah Rosario Carrera uh they've both been called up uh both named in the England under 19 squads for their fixtures against Germany and Switzerland um so that's always good blue of course Megan got called up for Scotland recently as well um so once again getting some England and just their country's representation is that the word I don't know if it's the word or... yeah I, I'll do I'm, I'm, lacking, I'm lacking sleep ladies and gentlemen. I'm lacking sleep I've just got back from Burnley so bear with me I know I'm bad with words normally but oh, I'm knackered um, but yeah good news though Blue again two two young players getting called up again
1: yeah I think it'll be good for those two and Megan also to go away get some experience so I know that um, brazero and uh, Freya have been regulars um, within that age group mm um so yeah it will be good for them hopefully they'll they'll get some minutes uh come back with some confidence come back with some new ideas uh, i think it can be good for development um but also playing with with people your age instead of um sort of more senior players um so yeah big good luck to them yeah finger, fingers crossed they get some minutes we'll, i'll be looking out for the results
0: Indeed, what I like to see as well when I do the graphic of like who's been called up, you you see the teams, don't you? You see, you know, Man yeah. Chelsea's, or whatever, and you see it which town. It's just like that's town. great to see. I'm sure Joe, as a manager, I'm sure that's great for him to see that. You know, he's one of his one of his players on that list, and alongside some other, you know, young upcoming players who are playing for the likes of Maynard, Chelsea, and you know Arsenal and the like. So, um, yeah, it's good for Rosero, Megan, and of course Godfrey. Of course, is a dual registration from Arsenal, but she's still. On the umbrella of, she's it's Arsenal but with Vitsh Town, so you know I think we, we can take that. We can take the. we we'll claim her as that. a call
1: up. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah we're claiming, it. we are claiming it on here. This on this news news story here today, Chatty to Girls Talk. Um, well, let's talk then, uh, Blue, about this weekend. Um, one of the last like long away trips of the season. Um, because I think the next two are sort of nearby but still a little bit of travelling, but not too much. But a uh, Bridgewater away this weekend. Um, eighth in the league. Um, three wins four draws and six defeats this season Um, of course we beat him earlier in the season at home which was a 1-0 win Um, I was looking back I was like who scored in that game it was an own goal Um, I can't remember much about the game Blue can you yeah it was a a 1-0 win early goal it's
1: always scrappy against Bridgewater it is I think their team has changed a lot from last season I think we found out um, earlier on in the season but they they used to have a really tall player and she's gone that's, that's that's my research of um, Bridgewaters team there for you, um, but they're always they always seem to have a bit of grit about them. Yeah, and their pitch isn't ideal.
0: No, not a deal yeah. at all. But then we, I think we, I think once again, last season we beat them one nil. Actually, I think all the games we've beaten them yeah. so far has been one nil. Because Tash scored the last uh, minute winner in the first game against them. Then when we went to their place. I think Anna scored in that game to make it one nil. And then of course this game um early in the season was a one nil win with a known goal. Um but they're a team that don't concede much either really. They're you know they actually beat Portsmouth back in October 3 2. Um but all the other scorelines, you know, they lost 2-0 against Oxford, 2-0 against Watford. Uh, they've you know they lost 2 1 against Portsmouth um last month. They've drawn games but they they don't really concede many goals. They, they lost against Cardiff City 4 0 in the cup um back in November but then it's been a lot of results just been one nil scorelines even just draws so they're a team that do not concede many and um yeah we found it out when we played them because only scored once against them and all all the times we played them
1: yeah definitely um they don't yeah they don't concede many but they also don't score many hence hence why they're eighth in the league um and struggling more this season I've um, got a most recent result, uh one all draw with Corey Wasps, which who who are really struggling. Yeah. Um but again, they'll they'll keep the game tight, I'm sure, and we'll have to work really hard to uh, to earn the right to win the game. But yeah, nice, nice trip down to Bridgewater. I know we're both sadly not going. Yeah. Um missing out on that long trip, but uh I'm sure the, the girls will bring it home.
0: Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, unfortunately, me and Blue won't be there, but we'll bring your podcast next week and uh, we'll have a guest on to go through it. And um, Blue, I've actually brought up another game here quickly because okay. um, I found a Bridgewater uh, player and it's it sounds very Welsh to me. So you're going to have to pronounce this name. Um, oh, no. Name. So good luck. Um, so this is, of course, this is mainly for the um, viewers, um, but you, we'll, we'll spell it out as well. But um, have a go, Blue. This is what it is. So oh that is ha- how it's before... <laughs> Yeah.
1: Before I pronounce this name, um, yeah. after last week's pod, Kieran told me off because I pronounced the Watford's ground wrong. She, he, he, he said to me, he was like, I expect it from Ross, but from you, Blue, I was disappointed. <laughs> anyway. Oh, okay. Feet. Fion, <laughs> Llewellyn, do
0: you know Beyond what? I think, that's, that, I think that's a good effort. That is a good effort. See, the at... thing is,
1: my I've got a cousin whose um, full name is Llewellyn, so he's I think he's half Welsh or whatever. So I'm aware of the Llewellyn name,
0: yeah.
1: Fionn, I oh, that's a yes,
0: yeah, but yeah, so in, yeah. What? So yeah, th- this is a spelling, ladies and gentlemen. So just for you to to attempt yourself. Um, so we've got the last name done, that's sorted. But the the first name is F F I O N. So it's definitely a uh, definitely sounds like a Welsh name. Um,
1: what? Why is learned.
0: it?
1: Yeah. What is it with Welsh and adding two letters of yeah. to every? It's just like double double letters
0: everywhere. I don't know, be different, I don't know. Uh, you know, <laughs> I, hope the, I hope the player in question doesn't mind us doing this. Um, she may have, she probably has this all the time, you know. Even her teammates probably go, we'll just call you fee, or you know, just yeah, Llewellyn. Yeah, fee. or something. Fee, yeah, I reckon. Good off, yeah, good off, fee. Um, I thought I'd just bring that up. I was just looking at their squad for the last game and that just popped up and I thought, here we go, another game. They actually scored, I just looked. They scored an 85th minute possible equaliser or goal i don't know the, the, the crawley wasp lineup and goals don't appear so it looks like they may most likely may have scored in the 85th minute to win it or oh, to draw it sorry so so yeah late goal for them to to get a point against crawley who as you said are struggling so this could be a big opportunity for us to you know get a really good win to of course get ready for the watford game because yeah there is going to be another break um which you know, it's not ideal. Sometimes you want us to have games week in, week out, but maybe it's a good opportunity for us to have a maybe have a nice week rest and just the build up for the Watford game. And I've got a lot of home games, which I'm sure all the players are happy for. I'm sure Joe as well. Sort of stop all the traveling for a bit um, and just look forward to it. But uh, but yeah, blue, big three points needed.
1: Definitely, definitely. Um, looking at the other fixtures, and the first focus is always on us. Um, but he's getting tight at the top. uh Billericky, Watf- uh, Oxford. Sorry. So that's a potential to be a tough game. Although Billericay did lose six three against MK Doms last week. Oh, and then awesome. Chel- yeah, and then Cheltenham have got Watford. Ooh. So of course on, Cheltenham. Cheltenham beat Oxford. So if they want to go on a mad run, I mean, I, yep. I wouldn't be complaining, in Cheltenham Town, if you want to do that. And then Portsmouth have got London
0: Bees, which which should be pretty straightforward. I don't know. Um, I don't know. Blue. Last time we played London Bees, so we, you know, they gave us a game. We had to score. Yeah, it's true. It's true, Ross.
1: That is yeah. true. You never know. Um, all all of the teams have to earn the right to win the game. That's that. That is the main thing. But my prediction would be a Portsmouth win. But I'm happy. I'll be happily proved wrong.
0: Yeah. But yeah, Cheltenham, yeah. you know, back-to-back games they've got against, you know, some of the top teams in this yeah. division. So if they can, well, is that their place as well? Because it, was it that was their place when they beat Oxford because yeah. yeah, Oxford never lose at home. So, um, of course, it was at, at Cheltenham. But um, yeah, Cheltenham, they're not a bad team, actually, in this division. You know, since getting promoted, <laughs> just, they gave us a really good game and they've had some good results. So, um, yeah, Cheltenham, uh, do us a favour again, please. That'd be nice. Um, and then London Bees, if you fancy, do us a favour as well. But um, as you said, Blue, it's all about us. And um, yeah, if, if you're free this weekend, uh, Bridgewater at the Firefax Stadium, um, 2 p.m. kickoffs, as always. Um, if you are travelling from the Suffolk area and you want to go on the Supporters Coach, then that is available as well. And um, so please do support um Supporters Group. Um Give a message on their socials at ITFCWOSC or contact them on an email at ITFCWOSC at gmail.com. Um, they're looking to get more spaces available on the coach. So if you want to go, contact them and get involved. Um, But Blue, once again, it's been another great pod. Thanks for joining me as ever. Um, Of course, shout out to our sponsor, John Fowler Solicitors, Um, and Mark Andy and all that jazz. But um, any other business, any other things you want to mention? One thing I want to mention, actually, Blue, do you know one thing I'm more excited about, about your return, is actually the excitement of people and just fans in general, just watching you in action, for the, maybe for the very first time. Because you mm. think the last year and a half, we've yeah. grown the fan base. We've got new supporters in. There's a few people who do ask me, like, what's Blue like as a player? Because i have <laughs> probably not seen her play. Um, <laughs> that must be another excitement thing for you, just uh, some new fans to see you play as well.
1: Yeah, I get it a lot. I get a lot of people come up to me and go, I've, I've never actually, I listen to the pods, but I've never seen you play properly. I'm like, Really? Well, yeah. To be fair, it's been a long time. We have grown a lot since then. Um, fun times that <laughs> I've forgotten how I play. But we're getting, we're getting closer. We're getting closer. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm excited for that and trying to sort of uh, relieve the pressure. And make sure it's it's the right time and in the right space. Um, but physically, feel feel good to go. Um, so it's just just about building loading now. And yeah, hopefully in a, in a couple of weeks, a few weeks time, you might you might see me. And it's looking like it'll be at Felix though, which will be really nice. Wow. Yeah, great
0: homecoming, Blue Wilson homecoming. Yes. Um, yes. And my final business actually, Blue actually, is I uh, mentioned to I didn't actually have the food. I didn't, couldn't do an away day food review, but um, Eloise King's um, dad said to me, Ross, you go like this burger van out there. It's like American burgers and all that. Uh, and he had one, and it was very nice, some nice chips and stuff. But I just didn't have enough time. When I arrived, I was rushing about, and then at halftime, there was a massive queue, and I went, oh, I've got to get in that queue. And then at uh, full time, I left. So I didn't have an opportunity to have it, but it looked pretty good. Um, so I can't bring you a review, but um, hopefully I'll bring you some other away day reviews in the future slash home. Because AJ Arena, ladies and gentlemen, some good food. So, yeah, get yourself down there if you if you can. Of course, the Watford game is going to be a big game at AJ Arena. That's um, in a few weeks time and of course we'll bring you a preview but that's the only business i've got blue so i'll let you outro as ever thanks for joining me take it away first before
1: outro i've got to do a shout out it's my mom's birthday she loves the pod so i think when we when the pod comes out um tomorrow maybe
0: to, today wednesday this we're recording this it's coming out on
1: wednesday yeah, okay yeah. fine so big happy birthday to my mom for tomorrow um i'm not going to mention how old she is but you know had to shout it out i know she'll be listening um but yeah anyway um thanks for listening to us both hope you've enjoyed um and we'll catch you after the long trip to Bridgewater next week
0: bring it on Happy birthday blues mom <laughs>